Well, on this beautiful morning when we get to celebrate the season of Epiphany with music and these lessons, we decided we did still want to include space for homily, so this is it, and I thought I would stand in the middle, um, hopefully to be able to keep it a little shorter. (laughs) The very last words of the reading that we just heard end with the healing power of Jesus. He is beginning his ministry at that time. He is becoming known in the world. The light has dawned. It's being recognized. And the healing is starting to occur more and more. And the crowds are gathering and coming for that healing and recognizing it. And when you go to seminary, they teach you about a few different things in terms of caring for people. On one hand, sometimes you are called to be there to be a counselor. That's pastoral counseling. If somebody comes to you and they need to talk about something and you can give them guidance, you can reflect with them on on what you're hearing. But sometimes there's another thing that you're called to do is different from counseling. It's called pastoral care. Pastoral care is not about fixing, but more about healing. And what I'm talking about, the the very first thing you learn when you learn about offering pastoral care is to avoid the temptation, which is a strong temptation, to try to make things better for the person that you are with. They may be walking through a road that is very dark at this time, and they may be feeling alone in that walk. And when they come to you and invite you to be there with them in the darkness, the temptation is to say, well, look on the bright side. Or, it's actually not as bad as you think, and let me tell you why. Or you might say, well, that happened to me, and let me tell you all about my life. And yet, what the person dearly needs is someone to be with them on their journey where they're at. And if you've ever been that person in a dark space, feeling alone, you may have noticed that sometimes the people who care the most for you The people who are closest to you have the hardest time being in the darkness with you because it is a difficult place to be. And the really good news is that when you can be courageous enough to be there with the person in their darkness, just by being present, healing always occurs. This is one thing aspect of what we talk about when we talk about epiphany, when we talk about the light that shines on the darkness. Jesus, in his teaching, as he's calling those first disciples, he quotes Isaiah. He says, the people who have been in a land of darkness, on them light has shined. He says another thing, too. He says here, the good news, according to to Jesus is boiled down into one sentence in the Gospel of Matthew. It's the very same sentence, word for word, that John has been proclaiming before, which is, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Now, I'll acknowledge that we are an Episcopal church, and you're probably not expecting a sermon about the word repent. Um, But being Episcopalians, I will give you the Greek and the Hebrew of that word. (laughs) It is in Greek, metanoia. In Hebrew, the word is a beautiful word, teshuva. 
And the word teshuva has the quality of hope. We hear the word repent and maybe we think about shame or judgment or guilt um, being yelled at perhaps. But the word means turn. It means, in other words, get back onto the path. Perhaps you've been on the path and you've lost your way, you've come off of it, and the word teshuva, repent, is return to that way which you have been called to walk. Return to the light. We see light and we see dark. It's a reality for us. We get a choice. We can turn to one or the other every minute of every day, in fact. And it has been shown that the dark, the fear, that's what gets the clicks. That's what sells the books. That's what generates the advertising dollars. And certainly that is what generates votes as well. But one thing that the darkness cannot do is the darkness cannot heal. And we are called to be people of the light. Christ came into the world as light, not just for us to behold it, but for us to also embody it and to share it. And isn't it interesting that Christ's own way is not to stand above and look down and tell us what we should know and what we should do, but rather, notice what Christ does. Christ comes down to be with us in our darkness. That is how he brings the light by being with us and walking with us, present to us. It is in Matthew's gospel where we get those words right at the end that Christ will be with us to the ends of the age, which bookends the beginning where Christ's name is Emmanuel, God with us. It's presence which brings light to our dark places. So I have to say one more thing. Uh, we've had the presiding bishop with us over the weekend. He was at our convention yesterday. He preached in the National Cathedral at the beginning of, of it all. And if you've ever heard Michael Curry, our presiding bishop, give a sermon, I think every sermon I've, I've heard him do, at some point he says, now I'm going to finish now. <laughs> I'm going to sit down. And, and when he says that, it means there are 18 minutes left. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to finish now with this and share something that, that he talked about yesterday. He pointed out that those disciples who were called, those fishermen, um, that we hear about the call story just a few moments, moments ago here, um, he said, you know, they, to be honest, were not the A-team. They were not the A-team of apostolic discipleship. Um, they were not great at being disciples. You know, they weren't even very good fishermen. <laughs> And, and when he calls them and they follow, they get confused. They don't understand what it's about. They ask questions. Obviously, they're not quite getting it. And yet, they continue to be his disciples. Peter denies him three times. And yet, upon Peter, the church is built. And the presiding bishop said, isn't this a hopeful thing? If he could call them, he could call us. We could be the ones called to turn and to follow and to spread that light as well. And I will say the one thing that the disciples do know how to do, which makes them remarkable people, is that 
when they are called, immediately they turn. They turn to that light. And you and I have the choice to do that every minute of every day. And when we do, the words that Jesus proclaims, we will find them to be true, that the kingdom of heaven is near. Amen.